Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. If you are anticipating, expecting, sweep, sweep. Looks like we could get a sweep in the Western Conference, but the Eastern Conference Sunday night in Toronto, the mecca of NBA basketball, Toronto, Ontario, Canada, the Raptors did everything they could to lose the game, and they still couldn't lose the game. They had missed foul shots. They had inopportune turnovers. They, it was a hot mess at times. But in the end, the Raptors, who were supposed to be giving a concession speech, and they lost that game, uh, they did not. If you thought they were going to give that concession speech, you are wrong. 
I don't know if you were watching it or not. On a Sunday night, I checked it out. I don't know. Flipping around there a little bit. But the Milwaukee Bucks could not get over the hump. And the fact that they have a chance to win this game, they had an opportunity to win the game when like five of their guys uh, were essentially playing like cauliflower. They stunk. Uh, they could not get over the hump. So the Toronto Raptors win in double overtime. The game went double overtime. I used to work with this guy years ago. And every time you go to a game, you wanted every game to go to double overtime. We had a double overtime playoff game. Not a classic unless you like missed shots. Kawhi Leonard, 36 points, nine rebounds, five assists, a partridge and a pear tree. So Milwaukee's lead in the Eastern Finals, you know, is trimmed, shaved, down to a 2-1 to lead. Poor performances plaguing the Milwaukee Bucks up and down, key parts of the roster there, and yet they still manage to have an opportunity to win the game multiple times in the double overtime situation. But the better story here is in the losing locker room, so we'll stay on the Milwaukee side. And the question is how concerned should the Bucks be after losing a game where they didn't play that well, they had an opportunity still to win the game, several opportunities where it was anyone's game at the end there. Now, on the patented Maller scale of anxiety, 1 to 10, with 10 being the highest level of panic and mania you can possibly have, I am going to set the Maller scale of anxiety at a 6.5. I'm at 6.5 in this for the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm not going any higher than that. I'm not. Uh, Now, my thoughts here, you've got disheveled, the Headless Horseman, and the Walk in the Park. And we will tie all of these things into knots together is what we're going to do. Now, A, Giannis Adentacumbo, the headliner. You always go to the headliner in the NBA. You're not wrong. When you go to the headliner, you're normally not that wrong. Giannis Adentacumbo finishes game three with only 12 points. Only 12 points. He had a bunch of rebounds. I, I don't know how many of those were off his own missed shots. He had 23 rebounds, seven assists, and four blocks. Some are saying this is a, f- a fine, solid performance. I did not see this as a masterpiece. Maybe my television was broken and I need a new TV, but he's a basketball prodigy, Giannis Adentacumbo. By all accounts, this was a mistake-filled mess. He was disheveled on the court there. For Milwaukee and Adentacumbo, who's the alpha dog of the Bucks and has to be the alpha dog of the Bucks, even though there's all these other players around him, he could not find an oasis in Canada. He could not do it in this particular game. He took 16 shots, Adentacumbo. He missed 11 of them. He shot 31% from the floor, only made five of the 16 shots that he attempted. And when I say disheveled, What do I mean by disheveled? How about not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven? How about eight turnovers? He's a one-man turnover machine. You want a turnover, you get a turnover. You in the back, you get a turnover. You in the front, you two, you get two turnovers. Yeah, two of them. And how about from the charity stripe? He missed five foul shots, including if you saw the game in overtime. In overtime. A couple of missed foul shots. We call that the Pascal Siakam when you miss back-to-back foul shots like that. Uh, but it, it was in the fourth quarter and in overtime, he fouled out early in the second overtime. But prior to that, in the fourth quarter and the first overtime, part of the second overtime, Adentacumbo had eight shots. He missed six of them with the, with the game on the line. It was an uphill battle to say the least here. And yet Milwaukee again still, despite that, 
we're still right there in large part because of the aforementioned Pascal Siakam, who missed a pair of foul shots, pair of buddies in regulation. We call that the Nick Anderson special there that could have sealed the win for the Toronto Raptors. Miss, miss, choke, choke, choke. Needed a Heimlich maneuver. And so the, the, the Bucks were fortunate to have an opportunity to go to first overtime, and they went to go to double overtime. And now Malcolm Brogdon, after the game, was trying to butter the biscuits of Giannis Adentacumbo. He said, he's the MVP of this league. We're not worried about Giannis bouncing back from this one. Of course, what did you expect him to say, right? I mean, was he come? I think he's over. I think he's going to never have a good game again, and he sucks, and we are screwed, and we are going to go on vacation. We're going to go on vacation. We now, sucked, and we sucked at a time that you can't suck. That's right. Now, part B here, Milwaukee, has, if you play the blame game, and I love playing the blame game. I've made a career out of it behind the microphones of Fox Sports Radio. But if you want to play the blame game, and that's your your goal, there are plenty of fingers. You don't have enough fingers on your hands when you start dishing out the blame. You know, you can pass the blame all over the place for Milwaukee. Well, certainly Giannis Adentacumbo gets the biggest piece of the blame pie. Right? He was bad. His teammates also stunk. Uh, several of them were terrible. And in particular, Chris Middleton and Eric Bledsoe uh, these are like basketball crimes against humanity. Middleton and Bledsoe combined to shoot 32 shots and made six of them between the two of them. Six of 32. They uh, were three of 16 each. That's 18.8%. If my Mallard math is correct, that's 18.8% shooting for Middleton and Bledsoe, which would not have been a big deal if they had not shot the ball at such a high race, uh, or high rate rather, but but then you've got uh, Miritich, Nikola Miritich, who took 11 shots. He missed eight of them, not their finest hour, and Middleton and Bledsoe in particular. Right? These guys have been for the Bucks, even though they're up 2-1 in the series, they have been the headless horsemen in this series. Right, Middleton is taking up 36 shots. He's He's missed the vast majority, shooting 33%, which actually looks like an oil painting compared to Eric Bledsoe in this series, who is shooting 26%. 26% on 38 shots for Bledsoe. If I'm, if I'm coaching the Bucks, I tell Bledsoe, do not shoot. Do not shoot. I don't care if you're wide open, don't shoot. Because when you're shooting, you are helping the Toronto Raptors out. If I'm Budenholzer, I say, don't, don't shoot. You're banned from shooting. Timeout. You're on timeout. No shooting for you. How about Bledsoe in the fourth quarter in the overtimes? 0 of 6 from the floor. There was a lot of stank to uh, to pass around in this game. Now, some around Milwaukee uh, getting some of the commentary here. They're not they're not hanging their hat. In fact, the Milwaukee Bucks have only lost back-to-back games once this year. You know what that means? Nothing. It means absolutely nothing. It is irrelevant. In fact, if anything, it's a negative that the Milwaukee Bucks have only lost back-to-back games once all year. You know why? The law of averages. They're due. They're due to have a glorious, marvelous, beautiful losing streak, the Milwaukee Bucks, right? Everyone has one of those. So the law of of averages indicate, hey, the Milwaukee Bucks, there's a streak on the horizon. It is on the horizon. All right, last word here. Now, the NBA officials were also – 
a big part of this. They were in the crosshairs uh, in this game. In particular, if you saw it, you know what I'm talking about. Giannis Adentacumbo had a Euro step that was one step, two step, three step is what it was. He took three giant steps to go to the rim, and the officials did not consider that a travel. Did not consider that a travel. Very generous, James Harden-like officiating. Harden does a little tip-tap, uh, and he does that little tap dance uh, with the Rockettes when, you know, back when they play. They, they're mostly a regular season team, the Rockets. But when Harden's out there, he does that. And Giannis Adentacumbo, he just ran down the lane. La, 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 la. I'm Giannis Adentacumbo. I don't need to dribble. That's pretty much what he was doing, right? <laughs> I mean, that's a very liberal interpretation of traveling. And I am convinced that if you took some truth serum and handed it to people that work at the league office in Manhattan there at the NBA, they would like to get rid of this pesky dribble rule. Just why have players dribble? Just let make it like rugby. Just let them run around. How much fun would that be? Because dribbling gets in the way of highlights. No, seriously. Think how much more exciting dunks would be if you could just run down like a bull through the lane and not have to worry about dribbling the ball. Now, furthermore, Giannis Adentacumbo did something that very rarely happens to megastars in the NBA. And this is a sign that Giannis Adentacumbo is not a megastar. He fouled out of the game. He fouled out of the game. That has to be troubling if you're a Milwaukee uh, you know, card-carrying member of the, the Marching and Chowder Society of the Milwaukee Bucks. It was early in the second overtime. Even though Pascal Siakam put his shoulder down and he was running like the running of the Bulls himself there down the lane and Adentacumbo got in front of him. It was a 50-50 call. It went the way of Siakam and against Adentacumbo. Uh, and that's that shows if that had now you could say that if that was in Wisconsin, it would have gone the other way, blah, 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 blah. But the officials knew how many fouls Adentacumbo had, and they still blew the whistle and he fouled out of the game. Right, speaking of the aforementioned Giannis Adentacumbo, he points out that this is going to be a grind situation. You know, we could be up 3-0. Uh, we didn't play well, as I said. But at the end of the day, to get the lead, and it's not going to be easy. No? You know, we've ne- I've never been here before, and uh, obviously I never expected it to be easy. You know, coming to Toronto and um, still the game right from the, you know, from the first game. But uh, at the end of the day, we got to keep doing our job. What about the start of the day? Do you have to do at the start or just the end of the day? So at the start of the day, you don't have to do your job. And then Bazinga, by the end of the day, you have to do your job. Yes? Okay. Uh, here's more from Giannis Adentacumbo. And I'm sure Giannis, any reasonable person knows you you don't want to be aggressive, right? You want to be passive. That's the way to play basketball, right? Yeah, definitely uh, got to be more aggressive. Oh, aggressive. But at the end I said of the day, passive. Uh, My bad. I got to make the right play. You know, uh, I think... <laughs> You know, as Yanis and uh, as a team, we, we made made that play, and uh, obviously, you know, coming to Game Four with the same situation, um, I'll try to be more aggressive. All right, so there's a lot going on in these sound bites with Giannis and Antetokounmpo. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of moving parts to this, so we uh, we have to do some inventory. Kind of like when you go through a warehouse and you have a lot of stuff, you have to go through and you have to do inventory on everything you have in the in the warehouse, it appears his crutch is at the end of the day. That appears to be his go-to cliche. 
And it was pointed out to me, a voice in my head said that Giannis is now talking in the third person in that soundbite. So let's play this again. Let's see, does Giannis do the ultimate douchebag move and talk about himself in the third person? Let's listen closely. Yeah, I definitely uh, got to be more aggressive. But at the end of the day, uh, end of the day. I got to make the right play. You know, uh, I think, you know, as Giannis and uh, as a team, oh, we, we made, made the right play. And, uh, Obviously, you know, come to game four with the same situation. Um, I'll try to be more aggressive. Oh, Giannis, what happened? Otherworldly in the basketball court and douchey McDouche off it. What are you doing there? Come on. Giannis talking is Giannis. <laughs> it's, it's not very regal of Giannis Adentacumbo to talk like that. It's a bad job by him. Uh, here's Mike Budenholzer. Imagine having to spell that name when you were Who? in elementary school. That must have been a pain in the ass learning how to spell that last name. Anyway, here's Budenholzer. Well, this is a that's got nothing on Giannis Adetokounmpo having to learn how to spell that. But anyway, a uh, Budenholzer here, and uh, he uh, yaps away there. Questions about Toronto's defensive approach against Giannis. They're pissing a lot of people, a lot of bodies at him. And I would say, you know, what he's done all year and my guess is what he did today is um, he's sharing the ball. He's making the right read. He's making the pass. And we probably got to shoot it a little bit better. We got to drive it a little bit better. Maybe we can create more space for him. You know, I think when somebody's committed to getting the ball out of his hands, um, you know, we feel great about the shooting around him and the players around him. And um, hopefully we can make teams pay. And, you know, we were right on the cusp of winning a game when we didn't play that well. Doesn't it sound like he needs a throat lozenge a little bit? Like he's got something going on there. Maybe some uh, garlic. Garlic. <laughs> so that's where we're at. We, if you want to see drama, if you want to see a, an opportunity to have a, a, a series come down to the end, that's the only chance you got. The Portland Golden State's over. I mean, it's an onslaught, right, by the, the Golden State Warriors there. And even when the Blazers come out and they play well for a half, eventually Golden State goes blitzkrieg in the second half, and they go turbo time. It's turbo-tastic, and they end up getting a win. So this is the only opportunity, Toronto and Milwaukee, to have a competitive conference final with drama and someone choking at the end. That's the only chance you got. All right, say hello to Edmund, Dallas, Steamboat, Willie, Judas, Solid Gold, Garcia. So I guess yep. the uh... – the neophyte take on the game three of the Eastern oh, Conference big, Finals. Big word. I know. I learned it big. here on Fox Sports Radio. That is not a joke. Really? Yeah. You someone. The someone. Word neophyte. Yeah. Someone used that word, and I was like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> so it means I, a beginner. Yeah. Right? It means yeah. someone who's you know not. It just really... makes it sound like you're an intellectual douchebag yeah. when no, you use that no, word. No, no. You like you like Kinda. using words. You like using uh, good words. I do, and I sound like a douche when I use them, but I still use the words because I feel good because it's all we have is words, Eddie. So I like mixing in big words. So my favorite word is. Hornswoggle, I don't use it enough. Go ahead. It's it's an old that's an old school word. That is an old school yeah. word, but it's a fun word, hornswoggle. It is. It's fun yeah, to say. Yeah, hornswoggle somebody, it's a good thing, right? So you go to double overtime double at home. Double overtime at home yes. to beat a Bucks team where their top two players stunk. That's right. That's yes. hard to feel good about that, isn't it? I mean, you needed double overtime to beat a team that was as awful. On your home court? Well, Toronto sucked also, though. I mean, you look at the Toronto Raptors, they didn't shoot the ball. Neither team shot the ball. Well, Toronto shot 39% at home. And Danny Green, who made a shot in overtime, he was 0 for 8, and then he finally made a three-pointer. Wow. He sucked. 
And and Fred Van Vliet, did he get paid for that? He took 11 shots. He missed 10 of them. Who? Fred, I don't know. Fred Van Vliet is his name. I've heard of him because he has a funny name. I've heard of him because he was Never decent in college. He used to be pretty good in college. But and you know, Toronto missed a bunch of bunch of key, you know, they were terrible from three-point range, but they were actually better than Milwaukee, and the, the two missed foul shots by Siakam that would have sealed the deal in regulation. So, so it, was you, bad. it was a bad all the way. When you hear, but when you around. hear like a double overtime playoff game, classic, like, wow, that classic. sounds that sounds pretty good, but uh, nah, it was not. I'm guessing you were like, oh man, this is, this is we're going to have to see more of this? Well, at least to, Toronto won the game. Like, if you saw Toronto in the first overtime, Milwaukee shot 28% in Milwaukee shot or Toronto shot 33%, Milwaukee shot 28% in the first overtime. In the second overtime, you think, well, it's going to get better in the second overtime, right? Eh, not not well, Toronto Toronto actually shot well. Toronto Toronto shot like 57%, Milwaukee shot 33% in the second overtime. So I'm trying to say is the the whole game Milwaukee was terrible, but Toronto uh, kept screwing things up and so at least they won a game though, Toronto and now unlike Portland who just blew it. Poop fest. And had to gather up very well at home, played played grid first half, and then didn't show up in the second half. And now the Golden State Warriors, without Kevin Durant, are a win away from another trip to the NBA Finals. They'll beat Milwaukee or Toronto, they'll win the championship, and that'll be that. And there'll be a lot of media people that will pick the Bucks if the Bucks beat Toronto and say because they want to be cool, they want to pick the upset, so they'll pick Milwaukee to win. Milwaukee won't win. Golden State's going to win the championship, and that'll be that. That's how it's going to go. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. 
And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast okay round 2 name something that's not boring Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver Airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am of the mindset that of all of the sports, the biggest choking dog sport is golf. Over the years, we document the majors. We don't pay attention to the other golf tournaments, but we've had many a day. We've come in here after a major tournament, and we have seen a Pratt fall for the ages. It almost happened. It would have been a wonderful story if it had happened on Long Island, but it did not take place this time at Beth Page Black. The course turned into a beehive, at least for Brooks Kepka on Sunday. All he had to do out there was just tread water, and he was barely able to do that. Brooks Kepka, I assume you watched this, but maybe you did not, he needed almost all of his seven-shot lead to hold off gagging away the 101st edition of the PGA Championship and giving the win to Dustin Johnson. But instead, because Kepka did do just enough, and then Dustin Johnson kind of faded on his own as well, so Kepka gets back-to-back Wanamaker trophies. Who doesn't want a Wanamaker trophy? Tell me you're not excited about that. Yes, it's not a walk in the park, to say the least. Now, in the end, Brooks Kepka, he uh, he just slightly, just by the chin on his uh, chinny-chin-chin, uh, got by Dustin Johnson, or the skin on his chinny-chin-chin, a uh, two-shot victory. He joins Tiger Woods as the only back-to-back winners 
of the PGA Championship since it went through stroke play back in the late 1950s. So let's discuss the question. Were you like me? Were you hoping on the edge of your seat that Brooks Kepka was going to vomit all over the course the final couple of holes there and lose the PGA Championship? I was 100% in on this. I was like, yes, this is going to be great talk radio, a classical performance, and we can go back through some of the other years here and the different uh, well-known golfers who have done this. But in the end, Kepka obviously wins. So my observation is you've got the bridesmaid, the measuring stick, and the needle. And we will put all of this into a pot. We'll cook it for about... About 15 minutes or so, 375 to 400 degrees, and we'll see how it turns out. We'll have some, some salt and some pepper, a little cayenne pepper as well. Now, we'll tie all these things together. Now, number one, Brooks Kepka, who was bleeding. He was bleeding away the lead for much of, of Sunday, and the, the wind was a-howling. It was a, It was so windy. How windy was it? It was so windy, the politicians in Chicago, they, they seemed normal. That's how windy it was. It was, it was a ridiculous wind. So the fact that you can have four straight bogeys on 11, 12, 13, and 14 and still win a major championship is a testimonial to how dominant a seven-shot lead is heading in to the final round. But that's exactly what Kepka did. He blew it on the 11th, 12th, 13th, and 14th and still ends up winning a major. That's that's what we call cushion, putting yourself in position with some wiggle room. The first three days of the tournament, it's kind of like in basketball, if you build up a 25-point lead, it's pretty hard to blow that in the fourth quarter if you've got a 25-point lead going to the fourth quarter, and it happens once in a blue moon like when the Clippers came back from 31 points down against the Golden State Warriors in this NBA Plus. But that is a very rare, very rare occurrence. In fact, now that the streak continues, no player, if you saw the, the broadcast, you know this, no player in the history of major championships or PGA Tour history has ever lost a seven-shot lead after 54 holes. It has never happened. It was possible that Brooks Kepka would have had the greatest choke job in the history of professional golf, but he didn't. All right? And so he killed a great story by winning. He ruined a really good story. Had he blown it, it would have been a historically wonderful story, close but no cigar. Now, it was amusing to me. The golf fan, which is normally a highbrow elitist fan, the golf fan, that go to these tournaments, but the, the people that were out there at Long Island, Beth Page Black, they turned. They were against Kepka, and they were chanting, DJ, 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 and that didn't matter. I mean, he heard, everyone heard it. They were, they were trying to get Dustin Johnson. They wanted to have him come back and win the game, but Brooks Kepka, the first wire-to-wire winner at the PGA Championship since back in the early 80s when Hal Sutton not Don Sutton, Hal Sutton got it done at Riviera back in, in 1983. So congratulations to Kepka, but also congratulations to Dustin Johnson, who now has the Bridesmaids Grand Slam. He has finished second at each of the four major championships. He finished second this year at Beth Page Black, the US Open, or the PGA uh, Championship. 
Uh, he finishes second there. 2011 at the Open Championship, he finished second, the British Open. 2015, he was at the U.S. Open, he finished second. And at the Masters, he was tied for second behind Tiger Woods back just a couple months ago or last month in Augusta, Georgia. Now, that would be an even better story if he hadn't won a major. Like, that would have been a really good story. Like, this is the day for golf of almost really good stories where you had almost the greatest choke in the history of golf until you didn't, and you had a guy, if he hadn't won the U.S. Open in 2016, Dustin Johnson could have been the ultimate bridesmaid guy, making Paulina Gretzky very proud and the kids and and all that. Now, number two here, is Brooks Kepka the king of the golf world? Well, reluctantly, I have to say yes. He's not my king, and I don't want to make him the king, but he is the king. And it's very uncomplicated here. He's not exciting. He doesn't create a lot of excitement. There's not a lot of interest, but he's machine-like at these major tournaments, and he's always in contention, and he's won a number of them in recent months, and you are ultimately judged, as we know, by how you do in these majors. And we don't watch the other tournaments. Very few people watch the other tournaments. The measuring stick is how you do in major championships. This is the third straight year that Brooks Kepka has won at least one major. And he now has four major championships in the last eight that he's played. That's 23 months. He's, he's batting 50%, batting 500 in major championships four of the last eight in 23 months. And we've not seen this. I mean, Tiger Woods won 7 of 11. That was almost 20 years ago. And now Kepka's doing this. And he's in the same category. If you look at the, the streak here, the, the championships he's won, four majors in 23 months, he's in the category with Tiger Woods, Jack Nicklaus, Arnold Palmer, and Ben Hogan. That's like all-time golf rarefied air. And he's the most dominant force in the majors today. More dominant than Tiger. Tiger had his day 20 years ago, but he didn't even make the cut this week. What an embarrassment for Tiger Woods. To not even make the cut. Who could have seen that coming? Oh, that's right. We saw that coming. That's right. We saw that coming. But Kepka is the, the most dominating force here on the on the circuit, and he's checked all the boxes. He wins on courses, whether they're, they they make the course soft, whether they, they make the, the, uh, the, the runways hard. It doesn't matter. Firm, soft, doesn't matter. Windy, the very windy. He didn't play well in the wind, but he won. Uh, you know they, they make some of these golf courses strategically impossible. He's been able to win on those. You go down the list. I don't know what's left. They they got to put like alligators out there or something like that, or like a grizzly bear and see if he can win. If there's like being chased by a komodo dragon or something like that, then maybe that would be the the last frontier. But he's he's going to be the number one golfer in the world when the new rankings come out. The final point here: Brooks Kepka as a monster, as a monster. Uh, on these major championships, he is cashing in. He has earned almost $25 million in career earnings. In fact, I think he went over $25 million on Sunday. And so, now we're not talking about Madison Avenue because that's that's where this gets interesting. He is the king of the golf world, but not the king of marketing. He is, in a word, dull. Brooks Kepka is dull. Uh, he is. He's winning and that's wonderful, and that's great, does not move the needle at all. He does not move the needle. This is not a gold mine of sports radio chatter. 
Uh, and Madison Avenue is not exactly breaking down the door to throw money for endorsements at Brooks Kepka. He has no club contract, from what I understand, from what I could find. And he has a Twitter account. He's terrible at it. It looks like somebody handles his social media and just mostly sends out commercials. Uh, so who wants to follow somebody like that? That's, re- that's embarrassing. Is that going to change now? Probably not. I don't think that's going to change. And he's got two major sponsorship deals. He's got a deal with Nike and Michelob Ultra. And that's it. I think that's all as far as endorsements. And he's got the you know, big house in Jupiter, Florida. He's got that. And, and and we've talked about this in the past. We've talked about him a lot over the recent years because he keeps winning these majors. Brooks Kepka, while he's really good at golf, it is not in his DNA. He only plays golf. He's like the football player that plays football but doesn't really like football, just happens to be good at football, and it's not really that into it. Like, he's really good at golf, but he only started playing golf because he got into a car accident and he couldn't play the other sports, the contact sports, because his face was all messed up and he had a bunch of injuries from a car accident. He was like 10 years old and he started playing golf, and now the guy – the guy's had a life out of it. He's made a ton of money, and he's, you know, it's all he said. I would think it, $25 million. What is he, 29? I'm thinking he's set up. All right, let's hear from some of the uh, the parts of this. Here, let's, uh, we have Brooks Kepka, the Oh, the trophy presentation. The pro, Always exciting when they hand over the Wanamaker trophy, which is uh, every time I hear that, I want to get a burger. Wanna bur- you know, yeah, all right, here we go. Here's uh, the, the big presentation. I'm just glad we didn't have to play any more holes. Uh, that was that was a stressful round of golf. It was um, that win was up. Uh, DJ played awesome. Um, congrats to him. You know he put the pressure on, but uh, I'm glad to have this thing back in my hands. Yes, who doesn't want to hold that in their hands? So nice to put that in your hands. All right, here's more from Brooks Kepka. This run of major championships, four majors in the last eight, 23 months. He keeps winning these majors. How would you summarize this run that you're summarize in? Summarize it. Phenomenal. Summarize. I think that's a good word. Phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been a hell of a run. Um, it's been fun. I'm trying trying not to let it stop. It's uh, it's super enjoyable and and just try to ride that momentum. Four of eight. There's no such I like thing. That sounds. There's no such thing as momentum. There is no. If there was momentum, Tiger Woods would have at least made the cut in this major because he won the last major. Momentum does not exist. It does not. I don't need to go through this again. I've made my position very clear on this. I would like to point out, though, that Brooks Kepka. there was something that he said prior, and we were going to get to this early in the week. We didn't get to it. But he went on a rant at the beginning of the week talking about how it is easy to win majors. It's easier to win majors than it is other tournaments. And he had this all laid out, and it made brilliant sense. It made perfect sense. Uh, Kepka went on this rant at the beginning of the week. He had I called it the choking dog theory. He said that majors are the easiest to win, and then he gave a mathematical breakdown. I don't know if you remember this early in the week. You probably don't remember it. We, we were going to bring it up, but we had other stuff to get to. And he pretty much shadowed Jack Nicholas, who had said this a million years ago, who has the record with 18 major uh, titles. And and Kepka said there are 156 players in the field. So he says you figure at least 80 of them, Kepka said, he's just going to beat. 
So right off the top, he's over-the-top arrogant. I'm going to beat 80 of them. So that then you trim it down. If he beats 80 of them, then he's got to worry about 76. He says, then Kepka said, you figure about half of them won't play well from there. So then it's down to maybe 35, he said. And then from 35, some of them just, the pressure's going to get to them and they're going to choke. So you, you trim, trim them off. And then he says that leaves you with just a couple of golfers you actually have to beat to win a major. Which makes a lot of sense. All right, we say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas, Solid Gold, Garcia. Now, you said that Brooks Kepka is dull, and I don't disagree with you, but Tiger Woods is pretty dull before we found out he was, you know... Sleeping with every cocktail up, waitress. Uh, yeah, the waitresses. We didn't knock whatnot. him up, I don't think. Although maybe he did, Eddie. I don't know if he impregnated any of the Perkins waitresses that he slept with, but he Shacking did. up. No, not even he shacking was, up. Uh, hooking up. Hooking up. He was enjoying his uh, youth. He was enjoying... Fame, fortune. Celebrity and access and women being very willing to uh, roll in the hay. Right. I don't think he ever rolled in the hay, though. I don't think Tiger ever. You never, you never know. You never. Maybe know. one time in Jupiter. Is there hay in Jupiter, Florida? I believe there is. Yeah. Is there? Yeah. yeah. All right. I've been to Jupiter. You ever been to Jupiter, Florida? I've, been uh, Florida. I've only been to Orlando. That's the oh. only place I've been in Florida. Yeah, I've been to Jupiter. I was there for spring training years ago. I don't even know where Jupiter is on the map. There is it's it? Not uh, right on the coast. There, right down uh, Interstate One, right. I'll uh, go through Jupiter. Oh, I, yeah. you know what? I have to take it back. I, I went to the Super Bowl in Tampa, so I excuse me. Well, no, I was it's in not Tampa no, Jupiter. Well. What, what, no, Jupiter is not near Tampa. No, I'm saying I thought I was only in Orlando, but I went to Tampa as well. Oh, look at you. We're going to do Eddie Garcia's travel log. Is that what we're going to do? That sounds fun. I think we should do that. I don't do think that. that sounds fun, actually. I don't think that's fun at all. Have not been to Miami. Never been You've to Miami. You've not been to Miami? No. Yeah. I was there for a, I was in Jupiter for a spring training uh, baseball game. In Jupiter, Florida. When you were uh, on the Dodgers beat yes, there? Yes, many, yeah. many years ago and beautiful. The St. Louis Cardinals, Eddie, spring training. It used to be the Montreal Expos and the St. Louis Cardinals. It, I don't know if the Cardinals – I think they share it with somebody else now. I think the Marlins or somebody there, but, yeah. Well, that's a little complex. Nothing going on. A lot of, a lot of like strip malls and things like that. Although not far away from there is the Orchids of Asia Day Spa, oh. which is, please, hey wasn't there when I was in Jupiter, but it's uh, not far away. It's a solid location, Eddie, from what I'm told. Bob Kraft recommends it. He brings his Bentley no, no there. No longer in business, I don't believe. Are they out of business now? I think, I think so, yeah. It's, uh, it's unfortunate. It's uh, unfortunate. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. 
Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get to it. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Here we go. Now, LaMelo Ball still has one more year before he is eligible to declare for the NBA draft. It's being reported this weekend that he intends to spend that year in Australia or China. Now, Ben, without any college experience, what do you think the highest you see LaMelo being drafted? Right, so I have two thoughts. First of all, LaMelo Ball, he's on rocky ground. He's got two strikes against him. One, his father, who I like, LaVar Ball, is seen as a pariah. I like the guy. His brother, Alonzo Ball, has failed to live up to the hype with the Lakers. That's another strike against LaMelo Ball. Secondly, listen, LaMelo Ball, he can rewrite his story. He has to counterpunch on the court, right? Let his play do the talking. If he plays well and dominates in Australia or China, either one of those, and, and shows the skills, he can be a top uh, first-round pick, maybe 15 to 
10, somewhere in that area. But he's got a lot of work to do. Next. Now, another report this weekend said that interested teams are now, quote, more wary of Kyrie Irving due to concerns about his leadership and behavior this season with the Celtics. Do you believe that teams are taking pause because of his leadership no, abilities? I don't, I don't buy this. He's going to get paid. He's going to sign a max contract. This is fake news. Kyrie's an angry guy, but he's going to get paid. And all these other reports are ridiculous. There it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? You failed, Ben. I won the game. You, you, you won the game. You, you missed a no, question. You failed. I don't need to get all the questions. I got both right. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds. And if you don't like it, you. And away we go. It's the instant advice line, unscreened radio. Who needs our advice? We could have gone with Robbie Cano, don't you know, on how to hustle. We've done that before. It's not going to change anything. We can give advice to the Boston Bruins, who have like 10 days off before the Stanley Cup final. Could have done that. Advice to the Portland Trailblazers on how not to get swept or the Toronto Raptors to continue their comeback. But the person that needs our advice the most, Alex Rodriguez. That's right, A-Rod. Your advice. Now, this is serious. We have a story about A-Rod over the weekend. He's trying to sue someone for taking a picture of him while dropping a deuce in his in his bathroom. So your advice to A-Rod on how to have better bathroom privacy. A-Rod bathroom advice. 877-99 on Fox, the number. You're live on the air when you hear my voice. Hello, line one. You're on the air. Advice to – actually, that's line two. We don't – I keep saying line one, but it's actually line two. Hello, line two. An A-bomb from A-Rod. Yes, line three, you are on the air. We're giving advice to A-Rod on bathroom privacy. You got to take a bathroom. You got to take. You got to use a bathroom in the woods. In the woods, yes. In the woods, because that's what... Then I'll just have some bears watching him. Hello, line four, you're on the air. We're giving bathroom advice to A-Rod. He's got an issue here with his photo being taken while on the toilet. Hello, line four. Exclusive Steve to the polling of all the women he knows. That includes his mom and the homeless lady in the corner. All right, all right. <laughs> Everyone hates exclusive Steve. So take that in your pooper and pop it. <laughs> yeah. So jealous of the new guy. Line five. We have a quota. We have to have one New York caller at any moment. We have Marcel, but then we had the, the guy, what's his name? Uh, Real Talk. He's gone. Hello, line five. Who? Donde estas, Roberto? <laughs> <laughs> Aquí soy. All right, line six, you're next. We're giving advice to A-Rod on bathroom privacy. Hello, line six. I got turned on and it's scary. All right, line, uh, let's go to Randall. Hi, Ben. Oh, it's Cowboy John Brad. Well, first of all, happy 56th birthday, David Wells. Happy belated 44th birthday, balls. Mickey Callaway and A-Rod needs to... Hey, where are the white women at? Line two, you're next. Hello, line two. Advice to A-Rod on bathroom privacy. Line two's not there. We're going to line three. Hello, line three. It's just another example how you just bend and flush. <laughs> He's bend and flush. Line four, you're next. 877-99 on Fox. Hello, line four. Well, Ben, like you always say, I like it on the bottom because it's better that way. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, line, never said that. Line five. Hello, line five. 
Stay away from hookers and cocaine. Line six, you're on the air. We're giving advice to Alex Rodriguez on bathroom privacy. Hello, line six. Depends. Depends. <laughs> 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 All right, line two. Hello, Drink line yourself two. Away. Exclusive Steve sucks big wiener. All right, thank you for that. Line three. Hello, line three. Hey, Ben, I'm all yours. Oh, I couldn't understand that. We need one more and only one more. If it's good, I'll take credit. Hurry up, Koopa Loop. Line five. Line five. I have no idea when the hour is going to end. Hello, line five. You're on the air. Go. Yes, uh, watch Drake's uh, ep- uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> what good was one. that? Good one. What kind of nuts? That's the way they end it on that? The guy cursed, <laughs> so we had to end it early. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man, who's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie, and uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.